0: Think students might perceive you differently? We'll start with that.
1: Oh, actually, let's, 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 let's go us right here. Uh, we're, we're not going to act so fast yet. So, I'm here, Lawson, Langston, and Colby, with Oman Frame and Nisha. Samama. Samama. Some, 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 <coughs> Samama. Yes, Nisha Samama. And we're going to be interviewing them about the black experience at our school, Padea. So, we'd like to start off opening up to. Like you, you both teach classes long term or you're well, Nisha's retiring now, but Oman, you teach sociology, I took it and I um, just wanna know what you guys thought about their students' treatment of you or how they perceive you maybe differently or whether just what generalized about it So we get an idea. Uh,
2: it's an interesting one. I think that so many people rely on they, I want to say, racialize the experience of teachers of color, but they think that we, depending on where we fall with our kind of vocal support of certain things or how we present ourselves outwardly, they assume that we are always in a racialized place. But I would venture to say that most black people in America are in a racialized place. So, how they experience, how I think students experience me. Um, I don't know. Maybe that I'm easy to talk to, but I'm not gonna take any kind of crap. Like I'm gonna call them on their stuff, Hmm. no matter what. Um, That I wear my heart on my sleeve and kind of react. I don't. I try my best not to bring, not to not to close off myself. Code switching is hard here because it's very different. Do you think they anticipate you to be like a, a more harsh teacher? Maybe sometimes. Uh, Is that
1: that, that not exactly what you're saying?
2: No, that's not it. I think that they... I think that... I don't know. You know, I would think that they might not see me as a harsher teacher. They might see me as someone that knows what I'm talking about in the field I'm talking about. Um, I wouldn't say that they think I'm a hard hard or harsh teacher. I think that might be the only personal thing, the personal representation I have at school, is that we are so personal that that initial thing that happens... And has happened at other schools. That I'm a disciplinarian. That I'm, you know, harder. That I don't like. <laughs> that I don't like white kids. Like that. Right. That has all been the case at other schools. But it's not. It's not. I don't think that's the case here. Uh,
3: Nisha, what do you think?
0: Do, are you thinking in terms of students overall or students of color? Yeah. Uh, oh, students. Uh, both. Can you talk about
1: overall first?
0: I think that. Um,
1: Maybe, maybe the difference.
3: If you see yeah, the difference? The difference. Between, yeah, if I, there is I a think
0: that there is a um, kids outside of your class. Maybe. No. Yeah, I think that there is a a way in which. Um, I think there's. I think there's a perception that the classes that are taught by and large by teachers of color generally. And that's not true? Because we have barriers. But there is a general perception that they are not as academically literate. Ah, yes, yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that that's that's one perception, and but it but it depends. And I I also think that black males have a different there's a different perception mm-hmm. of black males and their their teaching, um, in that there is a there is a sense that it is more no nonsense, and I think that that crosses the gender line, so I think you've got that, hmm. that piece of it um, I think that I've had the experience of having when I first came here of teaching uh, African American uh, experience class and I had uh, some adult white people who worked here ask me if there were any uh, white students in my class and um And it was a really strange question to ask someone. (laughs) And my answer was that absolutely they are. There are 17 students in my (laughs) class. And even if I had all of the black students that were in the junior and senior class, then I would probably not have 17 students in my class. So that was my answer. Mm. So there are these, I don't think that that may be the prevailing perception now, but that has been a part of it. So that's, that's on one side. Uh, I think that uh, students, I don't know how students perceive of, of uh, teachers of color or a black woman uh, who teaches social studies. And I think that the, the content of the classes that I teach, they happen to be uh, classes that have diversity in the content. Um, so I think that the, the students who come to take those classes are interested in that. So I think that they perceive that they're going to get something that they may, may not get someplace else. Right. Okay?
3: So you've seen Paideia change a lot over time. Um, as a teacher and administrator, and as well as having kids who've gone here, how have you seen the black experience for teachers and administrators as well as students change?
0: Um, well, I think that there are... there First of all, there are more... African-American students here, and there are more students of color here than there were in the past. Mm -hmm. Still around the same percentage of the student body, but I think that that critical mass uh, of students helps to make the experience of black students and other students of color a bit richer because you have other people to look around and see, Mm -hmm. even though you still end up being... Uh, one or two in a class, sometimes the only. So you still have that experience. So there's some similarities to what happened in the past that are happening now. So you still find yourself as, um, I guess it's uh, Richard Wright uh, wrote a novel called The Outsider. I think it was him, was it? Yes, Mm -hmm. it was Richard Wright. He wrote a, a novel called The Outsider. So I still think that there's a level of which there is that still Piece of being a, a kind of an outsider for students of right. color.
2: Um, yeah, it, it's when you have that conversation, especially if you're a black teacher and your blackness comes into the curriculum as it does because that's the world we, we live in, a racialized world that way. Or teaching sociology. Well, teaching social is another huge, yeah. It's like you have, you are instantly trying to repair yourself for the, the potential awkward conversations. Around race that are going to come up to kids who have never had a black teacher talk about explicitly about race. I think uh, one one point you
1: could uh, mention there was is that like in sociology, for example, when you it's it's maybe obvious to most of the class that you're a black male, but you also like when you teach about transgender or or, or sexuality, um, you you want to like you still want to get the point across that it's it's important to show how you identify mm-hmm. in other
2: ways than just like the phys- physical. Mm-hmm. And also, our, and, and that's part of one of the things that's interesting is that as the school grows and as the school starts to develop this conversation, we are able to have classes that we have majority students of color, or at least some. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a phenomenon. And, and it, tr- it goes all the way from high school down to kindergarten. No, I mean, I think the, the other piece is that, you know, as a, as a community... We are an incredibly tight group of folks. I mean, there is so you know there aren't that many faculty of color here, there aren't that many administrators, and this is K through twelve. So it's like there's an, in, an, an um, kind of an informal familial relationship with each other, um, and what do, you, what do you think makes that like
1: what do you think makes it like different um, from maybe like other maybe you know this not necessarily groups of people but just people who identify or relate can relate to each other in that. I, th- I think yeah, that we're all,
2: yeah, I think the main thing is that we're, there's so few of us. So when that when you have such a small amount of people, you, 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 you end up kind of when stuff hits the fan, you have folks that catch you, and you know, that sense of community is one that we try to emulate, and hopefully it reflects its its way into the kids' reality because of the numbers that are there. Right. You know, it's like the kids. It's. The faculty are here primarily for y'all, for kids, for students of color. Everyone else, yes, definitely, but for students of color, we provide kind of a, um, a landing, a landing, a nice, a, a soft place to land, um, instead of sometimes the potential hard places to land. Mm-hmm. Is that gold?
0: And I think that we understand the sensibilities and the sense and are sensitive to the plight of the mm-hmm. students of color mm-hmm. in a way that others may not be, and uh, so our experience is one that uh, if someone says, like some random teacher may come up and say, uh, I need, I, 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 was wondering if you might be able to talk to so-and-so, and automatically I'll know that they want, want me to talk to a student of color, because mm. they don't feel comfortable enough talking to them about whatever it is, a lot of times I will send them back to talk so to So you use food. like a gateway? Yeah, but it's but it's an interesting thing because of the comfort level. But you know, we're comfortable dealing with the students of color because we know we understand exactly the obstacles, the experience of what that means for you. So, consequently, we can we can do that with ease, and um, at least most of us can. Not always, but most of us can. So, um, but that's an important piece of it. So we, so I think that there's also a standard of expectation that we are here also to support. We're here for all of the students, but there is a special support that we mm-hmm. provide for black students mm-hmm. and other students of color. I have a question. What, what do you um, think about the
1: diversity of black people within, like, uh, we, we talk about that, uh, I think when we reference HBCUs, about that you go to HBCU, you think you're just gonna see like the same kind of person, but you end up seeing people mm-hmm. from all different kinds of backgrounds. How does that come
2: up at Paeia? Well, I think it's part of the diaspora of, of, of our, our existence. You know, that's part of this place and I think that we do a really good job of it and that is bringing in kids from across that diaspora, putting them in a space in which they are fundamentally set up to, to, to understand humanity and and understand how their blackness is a part of that. Um, so, you know, we don't... we Because we are a school that works things out um, sometimes I would say we're, we're more adept at putting kids in a room and having them figure it out instead of actually um, existing in separate places. You know, it's like I look at the the, the 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 diverse amount of folks that come to Tribe. It's not all the same.
0: So you're asking, once you go to, a, go to let's say you go to HBCs, you have to go into Patea. Right. How does that help or hinder? Or are you saying, how does it play? Is that what you're asking? Like,
1: I feel like you might see the same same kind of deal of people that might, might have been a, at private school all their life or
0: come, you, just you're,
1: come you're, from different, like, mixed backgrounds. Right,
0: you're going to see kids at a HBCU, right, that come from everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're going to see kids nowadays, particularly now. You're going to see kids that come from private schools, just like you. You're going to see kids that come from public schools. You're going to see kids that uh, come from very well-off families. Mm-hmm. You're going to see kids that are struggling to make it. You're gonna see kids from the urban inner city, you're gonna see kids from the sub- students from the suburbs, you're gonna see students from the rural communities. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see a broad diversity of predominant black students. They're gonna be this, they're gonna be black, as will be a lot of the faculty now. Mm-hmm. Well actually it's not so much true. You're gonna see a lot of your faculty at the HBCUs may have also gone to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Um, they work at HBCUs, and most of the faculty at the HBCUs do a lot of teaching, because they have a different kind of teaching load. They're not research institutions; they're right. teaching institutions. So your 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 professors are going to have a much heavier load. I know I taught at um, HBCUs mm-hmm. before, and uh, and I've taught at a predominantly white institutions as well. So your your class load, your workload is much more. I taught four classes at Clark, you know. I taught less classes when I was at the University of Cincinnati, so it's a whole different ball game in terms of your teaching load um, at the schools, and you get to know the students I think a lot in a way that you wouldn't. Not Howard; it's bigger. At the bigger schools like Hampton, it's bigger. Howard's really big. Yes. Uh, Spelman and Morehouse and all those other schools are, uh, are much smaller, right. um, and you know, they get to know their students
4: how does how does being black affect your experience at padeo there's not a lot of
0: us here yeah kind of loud it's
4: crazy.
5: there is not a lot of us here <laughs> um we don't get a hold on wait a minute hold on <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we don't get you know we don't get much you
0: know, we feel like teachers are not allowed are to do much yeah.
5: okay what'd you say
4: you feel like you're held to different standards because you're black? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like expected
1: popular. to do more and like accomplish more Very because crazy. I'm black Especially and like deal like with people being like racist or like people think like no one's racist at but I'm like A lot of people are racist like daily. It's like subtle racism or something. What do you, I mean, how it's do you microaggressions. It's, like, it's yeah. microaggressions, but it's also like I feel like the students more than, sort of than teachers say like say <laughs> like subtle things and they make it seem like it's funny and they can say it because like they know no one's racist at Pidea, but like people are and it's still like offensive.
3: Could you describe that a little more? Like, maybe without saying names, give me, like, an incident of that.
1: I've heard white people say the N-word, and, like, around their black friends. And their black friends are like, oh, okay, it's whatever. Or, like, they, they don't yeah. want to track them and be like, and that's racist. But, like, we had a whole that annoys me. Like, you cannot year. say that.
5: Yeah. Um, there was some right. kids in, right. the, well, now the ninth grade, they would be saying the N-word. And the teachers would, well, not the teachers, but the, the teachers were, you know, they were trying to fix it all. And we would say the names, and they just did do it.
0: Yeah.
5: And they... they they would talk to the kid about it and the kid would still just keep on doing it. Well, oh. well actually, it was both of them.
1: And we, when we have conversations about race in class, I feel like I have to defend my race, like all of them myself.
5: Yeah. And
1: no one's ever like listens to me and they're all like, oh, okay, well, like, just the black girl said so anything about race, moving on. But I'm like,
5: yeah. And I also like, talk about like when the, just the way, like, just talking about black people in general, yeah. when we come up, like, in history class. The teachers look towards the black people a lot. Oh, my God, and all they, the time. they ask them on questions like, how do you feel about slavery or something? I'm just like... Bad? So, uh, yeah, like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the expert on everything
1: black and like, the Yeah, big
5: facts, big facts.
1: Do you feel misunderstood, like, in, in, in certain ways, like, maybe some of the words you say or phrases you use kind of kind of thing, just things you do or used to? Yeah. I mean, I feel like either I'm too black or not black enough. Mm. So, I mean... I don't know. It's just... So is, it, is there any way to, like... Is there any way for it to be easy or, like, good to be black at Paideia? I mean, I, I love being black. It's How does that, change. So, yeah.
5: so, like, it's still good at Paideia, but I feel like I want more... We're not as comfortable as we, yeah. we should be. Yeah. But hmm. everybody at this school should be able to cooperate with each other on equal terms and everything. And, you know, now, it's just the white White people. We don't get much. We're not We're not allowed to do much at this school. As the white people, obviously, yet. Like in projects, they
1: don't. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> is that on I, yeah. <laughs> No, it's okay. I actually, 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 like, I like that you said that because I feel like sometimes the teacher hold teachers hold me to a lower standard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in I'm in music and like that's a, that's kind of a weird setting. Yeah. Like Amari would know oh, yeah, being in an orchestra, but yeah, yeah. there aren't heart. a lot of black people. I the that yeah, black people I mean, heart. just colored There's people. No period. Black
3: people that play the heart.
1: Um, so you you kind of have to you gotta like you feel like you gotta step up your game sometimes. Um, to be what they to be more than what they expect. Yeah.
4: So, how direct uh, are like the differences at the te- like how the teachers like treat you or how they like view you like how direct is it to like you and how like different do you feel it is from the white students? Oh, um, they hmm. try to be subtle, but they're not really subtle about it like at all.
5: Like what I said earlier about how if there's a question about black people, they'll ask the black people mm-hmm. directly or. They'll probably give like the black kid more extra credit, but not not the black kid, the 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 white kid. I'll say the white kid more extra credit than the other minorities or just the, like a black person. I feel like they have less
3: like, patience also with you.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: You mess up one time and you don't get no more chance.
4: Do you feel overlooked or do you feel uh, quote unquote invisible at And if I mean if so, how?
5: Yeah. Um, like there's just times where the teachers, will like they'll see us probably doing equal amount of work as the as the other kid next to us and they'll just say like good job Billy good job Johnny or something sh- like that you know, and I'm doing the same work as him but I'm not getting
3: my credit you know that's just that's that's invisibility. To me. So a lot of times people cite being called the wrong name as um... part of invisibility. I've been through that. I know Lawson's been through that. We've been calling each other's names. I've gotten Lawson's homework. I've gotten Lawson's test before. Hey, dang. So we all kind of know what that's like. Can y'all talk about that a little bit? Oh,
4: yeah. It,
5: uh,
1: it doesn't have to just be how you might blend in too much, but also how you, how you think like teachers for, force you to stand out when it's maybe not necessary. You, you can cover either one.
5: Well, with the name calling and stuff, see, I'm brown-skinned. Caramel, you know what I'm saying? And you know who Jay Johnson is light-skinned? One of our teachers called me Jay. I look nothing like Jay. I wear glasses. I wear glasses and all and I still got called Jay. I don't look nothing like it. And I'm shorter than him. So that's one thing. And I've... Also, other white kids have done that too. Hey, Jay. No, it's Joe. You know, like that's not it. Yeah,
3: that's happened to me a lot. Um, you know, I've been called Jeffrey. You know, I'm Also, like, you know, I'm a a lot darker than Jeffrey. Jeffrey Jeffrey's extremely light-skinned.
5: not (laughs) extremely... Keep talking, keep
3: talking. I've been called Langston on multiple occasions by parents, teachers, and other students. So
1: how does that make you feel? I mean,
3: it makes it... It it, kind of, like, takes away my identity. Like, you Mm. know, like, they they don't care enough to actually, like, you know, know my name, like, you know.
1: We had a wonderful time talking with the people of Paideia. They were very open and... Had a lot to say about this topic. We feel like this is a topic that people experience, but don't always speak up about. And we hope that our podcast gave a few of the faculty and students a chance.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I think this is an issue that's not only a Piedea issue, but exists are in schools all around America or with Black students. So I think talking about this in our podcast today really, really, you know, put that in people's minds.
4: Yeah, as an overall issue. It's very important to speak upon this this topic and. I'm just very grateful for, the, for all the uh, interviewees uh, and how like open they were about their responses.
3: All right, well, great. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast, and I hope you learned something today.